Welcome to Pure Gold, an honest, no-nonsense take on what it means to live daily with sexual integrity, offering practical tips and suggestions on how to strengthen your character, deepen your transparency, and grow in truth through the power of Jesus Christ. Hey everyone, welcome to Pure Gold. My name is Frank Honus, and I want to thank you so much for uh, watching the podcast and listening. Uh, we really hope that your summer is going well and that you're having a, um, uh, a relaxing summer, a productive summer, if that's what it needs to be. Uh, but we really pray that this summer is a, um, a healthy season for you. Obviously, we know about all the things that have been going on uh, the last few months in our, in our nation, in our world. Um, but I pray that this season has been a season for you to thrive and not just survive, um, and especially in your recovery journey. Um, I, I pray that it's been a you know just a season to, to really anchor down to Jesus and to your to your recovery and uh, you know to what you know, what you hold to be true and right and holy and and uh, pure. You know Philippians four eight. Um, but just I just pray that you've been you've been doing well. And um, so I've really been wanting to record this podcast for a long time. Actually, um, last week we released an article on the website on Purity for Life um, entitled Four Questions You Should Be Asking Yourself in Recovery. Four questions you should be asking yourself in recovery, and so, uh, like I said, I've been I've been wanting to really record a podcast. I know we released an article that you can certainly go over to the website and just read, um, but about but I wanted to actually, uh, like I said, record a podcast just to speak into these questions a little bit and just kind of give some uh, give some voice to it and. Um, just lean in a little bit more. Sometimes we read an article and it's, you know, maybe it's a great article or a great post or whatever. Um, but sometimes I think we, we, we desire for there to be a voice attached to that or some, you know, some, some person speaking more into that. Maybe there's something in the article or the question or the, or the, or the blog post that we didn't understand. Uh, and so I just wanted to actually release a blog. So we're going to link the, or, uh, we're going to link the podcast to the, to the article as well on the website for you. But, um, Four questions that you should be asking yourself in recovery. These are really, really important questions. And I actually originally heard these questions in an interview with uh, Nate Larkin, who's the author of the book, Samson and the Pirate Monks. He's released a ton of videos that you can check out on YouTube. And he hosts uh, a podcast called the, called the Pirate Monk Podcast. And he's the author of this book. Really great. Um, I consider him kind of a recovery coach, if you will, recovery mentor, um, but a lot of wisdom there, a lot of lot of good perspective in that book. Um, but these questions, these these questions that that you should be asking yourself in your recovery journey, can actually be used for your accountability conversations. Um, it can be used, you know, for the people you meet with, but also, you know, internally for yourself. Um, so they can be used simultaneously. If you are, you know, meeting with someone or meeting in a group, these are great, great questions uh, to be asking yourself. So let's get to them. Number one, first question you need to be asking yourself, and these are all internal questions. These are all things that we need to be, um, you know, asking ourselves. Uh, you know, I, I believe at least on a weekly basis, if not on a daily basis. Number one, what am I feeling? What am I feeling? And so I think it's important to understand that feelings shouldn't rule the day, um, but they do point to things actually going on within you. 
so, so important that we realize that. I think a lot of times we just, we, we hold on to feelings uh, and we hold feelings so close. And it's, it really is a balance for us not to let our feelings dominate us, right? Uh, to make unhealthy decisions, um, but at the same time, allowing our feelings to help us discover uh, what's underneath the emotions that we have, like anger, right? Hello? <laughs> like like stress, like fear, like anxiety and loneliness. I mean, the list just goes on and on and on of all the feelings, all the emotions that we have that, that come out from our hearts, right? And so feelings help us to point to those things, and they help us to point to what's underneath of those things. Um, it, it really helps us to deal with like, you know, the root, the real root issues of what's going on in, in a healthy way. Um, we're not just getting mad to get mad, right? We're not just, you know, feeling in the dumps and depressed and lonely because, you know, we're just feeling lonely. There's always something happening underneath that feeling, underneath that emotion. And so our feelings help us to deal with the real root issues of what's going on in a healthy way not an unhealthy way. Psalms 139.23 says, it's a really, really great prayer. Uh, When you're in moments like these where you're asking yourself, you're feeling so much stuff, right? You're just feeling a lot of emotions. You're feeling, like I said, whether it's anger, you know, we use use the acronym in recovery that we've mentioned before, HALT, right? Hungry, angry, lonely, tired, stressed, right? HALTs. When you're feeling those things, I just want to encourage you to go to the Word, go to God's Word, and uh, it says this in Psalms one thirty nine twenty three, really incredible prayer for a moments like for moments like this. God, I invite your searching gaze into my heart. Examine me through and through. Right, start here and go all the way through. Find out everything that may be hidden within me. Put me to the test and sift through all of my anxious cares. So the next time you're in a situation where you just, you know, feelings are just rolling and, and just, you know, you just, you have all this pent up emotion, right? All these things are happening. Make sure you really ask yourself, what am I feeling? What really am I feeling? Okay, I'm feeling angry. Why? <laughs> right? I'm feeling angry. I'm feeling lonely. Why? I'm feeling really stressed right now. Why? Don't just stop there, right? Don't just stop at the feeling. The feeling's important. But it's an remember, it's an entrance. It's a doorway into what is really going on underneath, right? Anger is never uh, what is the, what is the saying? There's always an emotion that's behind anger, right? Anger is really never the first um, emotion, right? There's always something underneath that, and, and that's the quest. That's the journey to discover first and foremost. Because again. This is something, this is daily maintenance, right? This could be daily maintenance for you. This could be weekly maintenance for you. What am I feeling? What was I feeling this week? What was I feeling today? Just taking a few minutes, right, to ask yourself, what am I feeling? Whether it's at the end of your day, at the beginning of your day, in the middle of your day, right? What am I feeling? Super, super important that you understand what you're feeling, okay? You understand not just the feelings, right? Not just what you're you know, uh, the anger, the the loneliness, right, the bitterness, whatever it might be, the feeling. What am I feeling? What's underneath the feeling, right? So that, again, that's an entrance into actually really what's underneath that, okay? So make sure you're asking, what am I feeling? Number two, what am I thinking? So we go from the heart, right? Now we go up to the mind, 
right? And this is now we're really getting into some some crazy territory, right? Because we're going from what are we feeling, which is absolutely wild and crazy, to what are we thinking? And oftentimes there can be a you know a difference of those two things, right? over what we're feeling and what we're thinking. These are two totally different playgrounds, okay? Our heart and our mind. So what am I thinking? Um, The greatest battles that we face often lie in our minds, don't they? I mean, really think about it. The greatest battles, the greatest issues, the greatest lies that we face are the ones in our minds, the ones we're in our brains, right? This right here, this organ, and and so for for us as as addicts as sex addicts and and you know porn addicts you know sexual addiction thoughts of lust and fantasy aren't the only residents that actually live there right um, a person can actually make really unhealthy and harmful agreements with things that are just not true and and I think sometimes we we forget this we we really don't camp out here enough to understand this that we often believe lies. You and I often believe things that just aren't true. Subtly, we make what's called agreements. And so what can happen is these lies, they can come from all sorts of places. They can be words that people have actually spoken over your life or or just perceptions that you create about yourself um, or others maybe that you've allowed to sneak in. So they can they can come from words from people they can come from perceptions and words from yourself, right? Negative self, self-talk, self-defeating language. And um, so it's really, I mean, really important. Our hearts are so important to understand what's going on here. And maybe I should have asked, what am I thinking first? And then what am I feeling? But I feel like these two things are really connected. Because oftentimes, if we don't understand what we're, what we're, uh, what we're feeling, what's really going on underneath in our hearts, what's underneath that feeling, what's underneath that emotion, then we're going to form and create things in our minds that just are not true. Things that lead us down unhealthy paths, right? And, and again, they can be things that people have spoken over us or things, lies that we've told ourselves. It's really, really important that we understand what we are thinking. Second Corinthians 10 uh, verse 5 says this. It really tells us what we need to be doing with our thoughts. It says, we can demolish every deceptive fantasy that opposes God and break through every arrogant attitude that is raised up in defiance of the true knowledge of God. We capture, I love this, love this line here, we capture like prisoners of war every thought and insist that it bow in obedience to the anointed one. So start with your heart, right? Let's start here. What am I feeling? Start with your heart, then travel on up to your brain, right? And travel on up to your minds and see what's living inside of there. And again, these are, these are areas of our life that for millions of people, they ignore, they just ignore, they just ignore what they're feeling. They ignore what's going on underneath those real emotions like anger and jealousy and, and, uh, and, you know, uh, anxiety and fear, you know, and they ignore those things. But we also ignore what we're thinking too. We entertain what we're thinking. We we you know relish in what we think. We believe in what we think. But oftentimes we don't stop and check, like say, "Hey, what's going on up there? Where did that thought come from? You know, and and not just where did it come from, but why am I thinking that? You know, who put that there? 
you know? I mean, I allowed it to be there, but where did that come from? Again, it's just asking the question, what am I feeling, number one? What am I thinking, which leads us to number three, really, really super important question as well. We're on like a progression here. Maybe you can see this. What am I doing? What am I doing? So you're now at the place where you find yourself sort of on the edge right here. And this is the place right now where if you if you found yourself in a situation where you've been triggered some way, you've been tempted some way, you are feeling like you're heading towards the place of acting out in some way, whether you're going to masturbate or whether you're going to fantasize or whether you're going to look at porn, whether you're going to find that find that guy, find that girl, whether you're going to sleep with someone, whether you're going to take advantage of something, you know, you're at the you're at the the tipping point, right? You're on the edge right now. It's a moment right here where you take action. And so the question is, what is the first thing that you do when you're bombarded by feelings of pain? Remember feelings, right? Feelings of pain and unhealthy thoughts, okay? I'm gonna ask that question again. What is the first thing that you do when you're bombarded, assaulted, attacked, overwhelmed by feelings of pain and unhealthy thoughts? Again, we talked about what am I feeling? Boom, right here. What am I thinking? Now, what am I doing? Okay, really, really super important. and, and we've all faced this fork in the road, right? Haven't you? I mean, I know I have. I can think of so many times in my life uh, in, the, in the 13-year span of addiction that I walked through where, where I would come to this fork in the road. Unfortunately, I, I oftentimes chose the unhealthy road. Do I choose to act out in some attempt uh, to numb what I'm feeling? Or do I reach out to someone who loves me? This is the hard thing to do, right? Reach out to someone who loves me Um, and someone that I can safely share my struggle with, right? That's a really, that is a fork in the road, isn't it? That's a real fork in the road. So easy to recoil and to hunker down, to isolate, and just to try to get that temporary fix, to numb whatever pain we're feeling, whatever lie we're believing. Really, really easy just to, you know, scroll through your phone, find something, you know, endlessly, mindlessly, not thinking, and just find something that that looks great, find something that feels good. But uh, I was just thinking about this this week. Is that you know the Bible talks about um, you know ab- about about sin and what sin really is. There is, there really is pleasure in sin, right? There really is pleasure in unhealthy action, unhealthy behaviors, right? But especially with with this kind of stuff and with any addiction, it's fleeting pleasure. It's pleasure. That is here for 30 seconds, five minutes, but then after a while, it's gone. After a very short time, it's gone. And we're left with shame. We're left with guilt. We're left feeling hollow and empty. And so this is just so, so important uh, that we understand, you know, what what we're doing, right? What am I doing? And so when we face this fork in the road, we ask ourselves the question, do I choose to act out, right, to numb the pain, or do I reach out to someone, which is to me the greatest thing that we can do when we've and and, and again, I, you know, maybe you've said, "Well, I have reached out after I, you know, made, you know, after I acted out," which is fine, you know, which is great, but at the same time, the time to reach out to someone is before you act out before you walk into that path because you really that's where you really need to help. 
Not that you don't need help afterwards, but we want to begin preparing our minds, right? Being alert, being being on on our toes, um, and and reaching out to someone who loves us, right? Reaching out to someone who's safe, someone you can really share what you're struggling with, what you're feeling, what you're thinking. So so important. Um, this is one decision uh, that we, you know, one decision is incredibly easy, right? So the acting out part, that's easy. You know, that's easy to do because it doesn't take, it doesn't invite anyone into your story. It's just you. One decision is incredibly easy and one decision takes incredible courage. So, so important. And so my question is, um, where do we, where do we find ourselves? You know, where do you find yourselves most often? First Corinthians ten thirteen says this, we all experience times of testing. Every single person does, which is normal for every human being. But God will be faithful to you. Let me read that again. God will be faithful to you. He will screen and filter the severity, the nature, and the timing of every test or trial that you face so that you can bear it. And each test is an opportunity to trust him more. For along with every trial, God has provided for you a way of escape that will bring you out of it victoriously. The opportunity to be victorious is there for you. Remember, we all face that fork in the road. And we can choose the healthy over the unhealthy. But it really comes back down to how bad do you want it, I think. You know, how bad do you really want it? What do you want to choose? So what am I doing, right? This is so important, these questions. What am I feeling? What am I thinking? What am I doing? And then the last question we need to be asking ourselves is what am I thinking of doing, okay? And so one of the problems in addiction, it's really, really important to understand this. One of the problems in addiction is that we've ignored, again, sort of just to recap, we've ignored the real needs that we have beneath our feelings, and we've made agreements with lies, right? So we've talked about how we've, you know, these these things inside of our hearts that we're feeling, we ignore them. We stuff them down. We push them down. We don't address them. Right for what they are, we are. We we address our wounds when we get cut. When we, it's amazing to me when we get a when we get a scrape, when we get a cut, when we break a bone, we address something like that physically, but emotionally, how many times do we just blow right past it and we don't address the real wound there? We don't address the real pain there, um, you know. So so we've ignored the real needs that we have beneath our heart, our feelings, and we've made agreements with things that aren't true. We've made agreements with the lies. So what is our first response? Our first response is to want to find a quick fix or to medicate the pain that we might be feeling. We try to cover it up. We try to pretend that it's not there. We try to distract ourselves from dealing with the, with the elephant in the room. What we do with our bodies in response to our thoughts and our feelings matter. Can I just can I just say that to you again? What we do with our bodies in response to our thoughts and our feelings matter. It really does matter. And maybe you have walked a really, really tough road, a really rough road where you have given your body away to people or to pornography or to something sexual or someone's taking advantage of you. There have been some kind of trauma or abuse in your life. Some things are out. Of, some things were out of your control. Some things were under your control. Right? We've all got different stories, but it, it really is important. Your body matters, 
and what we do with our bodies in response to you know life circumstances, uh, in response to our thoughts and our feelings really does matter. First Corinthians six nineteen through twenty says, "Have you forgotten that your body is now a sacred temple?" Of the whole of the spirit of holiness who lives in in you, you don't belong to yourself any longer. For the gift of God, the Holy Spirit lives inside your sanctuary. That's what your body is. It's a sanctuary. It's a holy place. It's a special place. You were God's expensive purchase, paid for with tears of blood. So by all means, use them. Then use your body to bring glory to God. So again, I want to just encourage you to ask these questions, okay? What am I feeling? What am I thinking? What am I doing? And then what am I thinking of doing? Here's what it comes down to. Our health and our success in recovery depends on being honest with ourselves. I've said that to guys for years, and I had to, at one point, just really ask myself the question, am I ready to be honest with myself? Because until you are ready to be honest with yourself, until you're ready to be honest with yourself about what you're feeling, until you're ready to be honest with yourself about what you're thinking, until you are ready to be honest with yourself about what you're doing and what you're thinking about doing, we, we really can't uh, we really can't ever expect to grow and to find freedom. And I don't want that to sound judgmental or harsh, uh, but it really, really depends that you know our, our health and our success in recovery depends on being, honest with ourselves. We can't grow and we can't change. We And real transformation can't take place until we're ready to walk in light, until we're ready to walk in honesty. If we can't be honest with ourselves and what's going on inside of our hearts, how can we ever expect to be honest with people? It starts with you. It starts with me. And so I really feel like these questions that we've just talked about will help us to navigate our feelings, our thoughts, and the actions that we take on a recovery journey, they're so, so important. They're, they're not hard to remember. Uh, so you've got them here on the, on the website that you can look at through the, uh, through the article. Now you can, you, can, you can listen to this if you want to rewind this. Um, what are you thinking? What are you feeling? Or excuse me, what are you feeling? What are you thinking? What are you doing? And what are you thinking of doing? I would just love for you to either read this article, it's not very long, or listen to this podcast, maybe go back and listen to it again, and ask yourself those questions, and really ask the Holy Spirit, you know what I mean? Ask God to um, to reveal what's happening inside of you, what's happening inside of your heart and your mind, and, and what are you contemplating on doing? And again, I said, th- these are questions that you can be asking uh, in recovery, you can be, uh, you know, if you're in a situation where you're struggling, you call somebody up, you text somebody, hey, here's what I'm thinking, here's what I'm feeling, here's what I'm doing, here's what I'm thinking of doing, help, right? Help, I need you in this moment, I need your help, and God, Holy Spirit, I need you to, to help me in those situations, right? And so just asking God for that strength and that, uh, that, that resilience in that moment. So I'm just praying right now, I'd love to pray for you in this moment, Jesus, I ask that you would just flood and fill the person who's listening to this podcast right now with courage right now. God, courage and a tenacity and a willingness to explore these areas of their lives, their thoughts, their feelings, their actions, that you would help us to always you know, live and take inventory of our heart, to never allow our heart to be closed off, to be hardened, 
because God, we want to grow. We want to, we want to change. We want to, we want to become the men and women you've called us to be, God. So help us, Lord, if we're feeling shame, shame this day to break shame, to break, um, to break guilt, to break shame, to allow guilt actually, to allow conviction to lead us to your truth and your throne, but break shame. Break that feeling of, of feeling gross or nasty or, or unworthy. Break that in our lives, Jesus, so that we can see and we can walk in the truth and walk in, and walk in wholeness for our lives. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Well, I just want to thank you so much again for listening, for watching, for listening, uh, either watching this on YouTube or listening on our podcast. You can find us on all the different podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any any different podcast platform you use, we're probably on there. So you just have to search for uh, Pure Gold, uh, the Pure Gold Podcast from Purity for Life. Um, we are so super excited to be with you and to be sharing content with you this summer. We're coming to you as much as we can, uh, releasing uh, these nuggets for you as much as possible. Uh, got a, a pretty busy summer ahead with our family, and so uh, we'll be we'll be sharing content uh, as often as as we're able to. So thank you guys for, so much for watching and listening. Make sure you head over to our website, which is Purity. Excuse me, uh, it's called Purity for Life, but it's actually pflhome.com. Pflhome.com. Lots of great content on there. You can learn a little bit about Tra- my wife Tracy and I. You can go back and listen to all the podcasts. The archive is on there. And um, we also have a link to our YouTube channel. You can go and watch a ton of great video content. Our blog and our all of our articles and resources are on there. Uh, you know, the Live Free community that you can link yourself to. Links to protecting all your devices uh, is on there. Uh, if you're a wife uh, of a husband who struggles and you need some support, there's a, there's a link on there for you to help you. And of course, just ways that you can contact us. You can connect with all of us on social media, through Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and YouTube. And there's lots of ways to drop messages on there for you as well, just to uh, get a hold of us and to connect with us. We'd love to help you out in any way possible. So thank you guys again. We love you. We're praying for you. You can do it. Keep fighting hard. Your recovery is worth it. And just look forward to seeing you soon on the Pure Gold Podcast. God bless. Thanks for listening to Pure Gold, our weekly podcast from Purity for Life. Don't forget to visit our website for additional content, including our entire podcast archive, articles, links, and videos to help encourage you on your journey for sexual purity. All this and more can be found at pflhome.com.